Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Basically today, I'm going to talk to you about why student loan forgiveness is bad for America. But before we get to that, I need to thank everybody that has donated thus far to the Barry family. My friend Jerry Barry um, had, had passed away a few days ago. We started a GoFundMe fundraiser uh, to help cover the cost of the funeral the goal was to raise $5,000. We have raised $50,000. Thank you so much to everybody that donated. What we're going to do with the money, we're going to cover the cost of the funeral, and then the money that's left over is probably going to be about $40,000, and we're going to start a college fund for his daughter. His daughter's 11 years old, and it's just, it, it honestly, just when you think there is no hope for America, and there is no hope for the people that live in this country, the generosity... And the, and the heartfelt compassion for a friend or for a fellow wrestler or just for, for an American or just for a human in general is mind-blowing. It's just, it's so overwhelming. It's so humbling. So thank you all for donating. I really appreciate it. $50,000 in just a couple of days. It's amazing. And what this is, this is a tribute to what kind of person Jerry was. It's a, it's a tribute to the love that this guy had for everyone. And now his daughter is going to get a first-class education. By the time she graduates high school, if that money is invested properly and put in well, or, or that, listen, smarter people than I are going to end up taking care of this. We're going to put this in the hands of Father John McLaughlin, who is at my was my wrestler coach or was my brother Mike's uh, wrestler coach. Just a great guy, smart guy. Knows a lot. Of, he, the guy could be an economist. The guy could do anything. He, he, he's phenomenal. And besides, you know, with, with God on his side, who would be against this man? Anyways, thank you. Thank you all. It means a lot to the family. It's great. Phenomenal. All right. Before we get to the college death thing, I, I have to talk about something happening right here in my own house. My son, this is, this is where we're going in America. My son, Nariam, no Joe, affectionately, my 13-year-old son, calls me this morning Says, Dad, Mom said I could take a snow day. And I was, I said to him, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm going to take a snow day. I go, I didn't realize it was snowing in the basement. That's where his bedroom is. I didn't realize it was snow in the house. You don't have to go anywhere. I go, did the school cancel? Has the school been canceled for the day? No, no, school hasn't been canceled. I go, so then there's no snow day. You get your ass on your computer and you log in. And then he gives me all this crap. He just, he just starts whining, bitching and moaning. I'm like, buddy, I, I don't. There's nothing you can say to me right now that's gonna tell me to give me an. You have no excuse. Literally, let me tell you this: kids will do anything to get out of school. Anything. 
They're, they're kids that want to get out of class and don't want to go to school is like a crackhead that would suck dick to get crack. Hands down, it's just like that. The kid would do fucking anything. He'll say anything. He'll bother. At first, they try to bother with you. Then they try, you know, dude, bro, he fired off a text message to me. He's like, I hate you. You you used to be a cool dad. You're not cool anymore. I didn't respond. I thought it was funny. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not trying to be a cool dad. I'm not trying to be your best friend. I'm trying to be your father. And I want your ass in class. Plain and simple. I just, I texted him right back. I said, get your ass in class. Over with. He called me bitching, moaning, screaming. I said, buddy, I'm at work. Dad's at work. This is enough. I'm not taking any more phone calls from you. I'm not taking any more text messages from you. You better get in class. And if you don't, there's going to be hell to pay when I get home. Period. End of conversation. He was crying like a little bitch. Shortly thereafter, I get a phone call. And it's from my wife. My wife called. I go, hey, hon. And I, and I suspect that she's calling saying, hey. You know, Nariam's having a temper tantrum. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get through it, and we're gonna get him in a class. My wife calls and says, "You know, let me let let me give him the day off." I say to what? I'm like, "What do you mean? Let me give him? No, no. There's no no. We can't have the day off. He's got it." She's like, "Listen, he's throwing a tantrum. He's crying. He's bitching. I, I'm I'm absolutely against it. 150 thousand percent. I don't give a fuck if he's crying. Tough shit. Get the class." And the wife says, you know, again, she's like, aunt, please let me have this one. Let me, let him, he's, he's, he, please give him the day off. So then of course I'm at work and I'm like, you know what? I fine, fine, I fine. He can have the, fine. If you want to give him the day off, give him the day off. I, I don't want to deal with it. I, I'm pissed. I want everybody to know that I'm bull crap about it. It's garbage. I go to work. I don't hear from my son. I had to take my son back. Uh, to Rehoboth today. So I, I, I'm driving home. It's dead silent in there because he knows I'm pissed. It's dead silent. Quiet. Silence, bro. Nothing. Nothing going on. Nothing. Period. Garbage. Shh. I'm aggravated that he didn't go to school. I'm even more aggravated that he's going to karate and dance. You don't go to school. You don't get karate. You don't get dance. You get nothing. Yeah, my son does dance. Hip-hop dance, bro. Deal with it. So, we're in the car, and it's dead silent. We're in it for like a half hour. The ride itself is about an hour and 15 minutes. Half hour goes by. Nothing. Radio's off. We're not talking. We're not saying nothing. I'm looking for just straight silence. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to silence this kid to death. And when he gets out of the car, I'm not going to say bye. I'm not going to say I love you. I'm not going to say shit. You're going to get out of the car, and you can feel the heat. You're going to feel like shit. Dad's pissed. He, he goes, he lightens the mood, though. A little fuck. He lightens the mood up. He lightens it up. He lightens up the mood. Halfway through, he says, Dad, why'd you change your mind? And in that moment, I was like, I'm like gripping the the steering wheel. I'm like, so I just, I, I say to him, I said, son, there is one rule that all men must abide by. There is just one, one universal rule that all men understand. There is one law of man that trumps all laws. There is one, but one rule to remember when you are a man and you are in a relationship with a woman, there is but one rule and you abide by that rule and you will live a prosperous life. And I just looked at him and I, oh, I didn't look, we're driving. I said, son, happy wife, happy life. Just like that. Happy. Why? He just, and you can see, like, I kind of look over, you see the look on his face. He's like, wait a second. 
So you you let me stay home because because you just because you want to be happy. And and I was like, buddy, I'm gonna be real clear here. I'm really upset that you didn't go to school. It's a garbage move. And your life, and I told him, I gave him the whole life story. I said, your life is going to be like that. You don't want to go to school. You're not going to want to go to work. You're not going to want to do anything. And you're going to think you're going to be able to get off because you're going to try to twist emotions. I mean, this kid went deep on emotions. He's like, when I was four years old, my grandfather died. I'm like, bud, that's my fucking dad. When I was 34 years old, the guy died and I had to go to work and I had to move on. Now you gotta fucking move on. You don't even remember him. Kim says, my dad, my grandmother died when I was four. I can't go to school. I wanted to smack his ass. I was like, what? What? What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Seriously. So we're driving. And I just said, listen. Happy wife, happy life. I didn't want to get into a fight with Kay over it. It wasn't worth an argument for me. It wasn't worth me coming home from work and being in a fight with my wife because your lazy ass didn't want to go to school. So the way I dealt with it is I gave her at the one. You win. I go, but for the grace of her, you got the day off. I hope you enjoyed it. I want you to know that I'm pissed and that I'm disappointed with your ability to not step up and not go to class. I'm upset. But yes, at the end of the day, buddy, happy wife, happy life, and you would be good to live by those rules. Your life will be so much better if you just listen and to your wife and only beef with her when you need to. Only fight with the wife when you have to. Only when it's something you really, really, really fucking are passionate about do you get into an argument with your significant other. Otherwise, you just move on. I did my part. I thought I was doing the right thing as a good dad telling you to get to school. Get your ass in there. I'm like, bud, bud, I don't care. And it's not about education. I told him that straight up. I go, listen, it ain't about what you're going to learn. It's about learning the responsibility of getting up on time and getting to school. And here's the biggest problem, right? He stayed up late. The kids can't even go to fucking school at home. This dude, all he has to do is roll over, pop open his computer and be like, I'm here. That's it. Simple. I said that to him on the phone. I was like, dude, you don't even have to do anything. You roll over, open up your computer and you're done. That's it. And you can't even do that, which is why I know I have a long friggin' battle with this kid. One moment, the, the kid, he's like my shining light. He's telling me, oh, dad, I turned down my belt, my karate belt, because I didn't feel like I earned it. I was like, yeah, I'm the greatest dad on the planet. Then the next day, he kid's like, yeah, I'm not, I stayed up late. I can't go to school. And I was like, what do you mean? I don't care if he stayed up late. That's life. Uh, to my father, if I came home and I was hammered and I got and I got loaded, my dad would wake me up at four in the morning. He'd be like, "Get the fuck up! I'm hungover, dad. I can't get up." Simple. So, lesson learned. Here is the lesson that at least I got to pass over to my son. First off, that shit can't fly, buddy. I, it, it's unacceptable to me, and he, and he knows it. And he knows I'm still upset about it. It's it's absolute garbage for you to take a day off. A snow day? That's not a real snow day. You guys do school at home. It couldn't get any easier for you. It's ridiculous. Then he learned the ultimate lesson of life. A very, very important lesson that all young men need to know. Happy wife, 
happy life. Pick your fights. Pick your fights. This one was one I just said, fuck it. I'm not getting into it because there are other things I want to do. There are other things I'll get in trouble for that I'll, I'll beef on that. I'll beef on that. I, I, as a matter of fact, I just got home and my neighbor had some leftover food and, and my wife, I, I, I went and I got the leftover food. It's, I think it's like a burger from the 99s or chicken from the 99s. Looks pretty damn good. But my wife made something and it's, it's got cabbage. Dude, I fucking hate cabbage. Cabbage? No one ever said I like cabbage. No one. The first person that ever ate cabbage was an asshole. I knew you don't like cabbage. I want to say you, nobody likes cabbage. I like cabbage. It smells like shit. It tastes like shit. It's nasty. Cabbage is like an acquired taste. It's something that poor motherfuckers ate. That's it. It's, you were poor as shit. You eat shit because you're poor as shit. No one likes cabbage. I don't know anybody that's going to the Capitol Grill ordering a fucking side of cabbage. No one's going to the the, the Double Eagle, Del Frisco's. Let me get some cabbage, bro. Cabbage. But I don't want a beef. So I'm going to eat cabbage. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to have a big smile on my face. I love it. <laughs> cabbage is good because I have other things and other problems that I'm going to save for the argument. All right, that's it. We're moving on from that. We're done. I lost the battle. I, I, I'm trying to do the best I can to, to raise a, a, a tough, hard-nosed kid that understands the value of being on time and, and, get, and, and getting your things done and being responsible and taking care of yourself. It's so easy now for kids. You just have to roll out of bed, open up your computer, and boom, you're there. Simple. But they can't even do that. They need a snow day. From school, they need a snow day when there is no snow day. There was hardly any fucking snow, and the kid didn't even shovel. Anyways, all right, let's get to the college debt situation, and then we will we'll move on from that. The mutant liberals want to jam at, at college student loan forgiveness down the throats of Americans, and here's why it's a problem. In in in, in the initial thought of it might be cool. You sit back and you say, "Wow, this is really great. This is really nice." The government is going to is going to free up some loot for 35 million people. They're going to have instant instant money. You know, let's say they're paying 5 600 bucks a month for their college loans. They're going to have an extra $600 a month. It's going to get put right back in into the economy. This will boost the economy tremendously. It'll be fantastic. It might be initially. Maybe it would be a good thing right off the bat. There'll be a lot of people, like I said, 35 million people have at least $50,000 in debt. Now they won't have any debt and they'll have all this money. Except here's the, here's the problem. The liberal mutants, they're pushing it on two ends. First off, they're, they're saying, we need to give, to, see, I'm not a Todd. We need to give 35 million people debt forgiveness, college, college loan debt forgiveness, because, because what? Because they can't put food on the table. Because they don't have any money. That, that's what I've been here. Oh, okay. Wait a second. So if they don't have any money now, when you forgive them of their, their loan, how is that going to help the economy out? If they don't have the money to pay the loan now, they just don't have the money. So the, your, your, your economic plan isn't going to work because they still don't have the money. You're going to wipe their debt off then they will still not have the money. If they can't pay it now, they don't have the money. It won't boost the economy because they don't actually have the money. There's one reason that it's a problem. 
But the obvious reason that is a problem, it, it sets us back a, as a country. We don't hold people accountable for their contracts. We don't hold people accountable for their decisions. We don't hold... It's, it's like getting in bed and fucking banging someone. You get them pregnant and then you say, oh, can I get baby forgiveness? Can I get baby... Could you imagine a dad going to court being like, oh, can I get baby forgiveness? I want some baby... For, no child support, baby forgiveness. What about baby forgiveness? It, oh... Bro, you don't even make a decision on that. So you get fucking drunk and then you get stuck with the goddamn payment of like $300,000 for 18 years. No one's forgiving you for that shit. You didn't even think about it. There was no decision. There was no like, oh, I'm going to get an education and I'm going to take out a loan. No, you made a stupid ass decision. No one's forgiving you. Can I get some baby forgiveness? Where's my sweater? No, it doesn't happen. People get held accountable for their choices that they make. So that just sets us back in general. Sets a whole generation of people that will not be held accountable for their decisions. It is so important to hold people up to the standard of responsibility. You have to. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? You just have a land of mutes. Yeah. Now, let's take it. You don't hold, uh, uh, well, the excuse me, the accountability end of it. You get into bed with the college, you took out the loans. You're responsible to pay them or you are held responsible for not paying them. What does that mean? If you do not pay your loans, they go into default. Now that is, a, it, there is a, it's, a, it's a way to get out of it, of course, but you still there still is some shame. There's still some accountability in having a loan default. Might not be the most, it might not be that big of a deal, but you'll, you'll have a little bit of a struggle. You'll, you won't be able to get a mortgage. That's a pain that comes with it. Seven, eight, ten years. You'll be looked at like, well, you blew off a $50,000 debt. We don't want to loan you money. You won't be able to get any type of credit. You might not get a job. Someone would look at your background and say, you know, I don't think I want to hire you for you, for this job. You, you, you have a bad background of paying debt and people that, that don't try to, do you get what I'm saying? It looks bad. There's an accountability end to not paying it. And if you pay it, or if you work something out, did you people know that you can actually work things out? If you can't afford a debt, you could reach out to the company that you owe money and tell them, just pick up the phone. I do it. Pick up the phone. Say, hey, I intend to pay off all my debts. As a matter of fact, I got a loan with Eastern Bank. I talked to the lady today and I, and I make payments and I worked out a, a, a debt, like the, the debt didn't go down. I just worked out something to get um, to, uh, what do you call it? Refinance. And I just said to her, I said, Hey, I intend to pay every last dime of the money. I owe the bank every last time. I don't care if it takes me 5 million years. Obviously I won't be alive that long, but I intend to pay it. I took the loan. It's my responsibility. I don't want to see you guys lose your money. I took the loan, my decision to do it. It needs to get paid back. Debts should be paid. And if you can't pay them, you need to deal with the consequence of not paying them. You need to be shunned. You shouldn't get... So, for example, if they're going to forgive you of the 50000 well, then you should have bad credit. Immediately, it should go right on your credit report as you default. It should be treated just like a default in the same manner. Now, people don't change. Hear me when I say this. People do not change. If you wipe out the debt, millions of people are going to exchange their college debt for new debt. 
they will exchange their college debt for new debt. What's worse is they will change it for more new debt. Because there may be some people that actually can pay the debt. They're paying $700 a month. Now, the debt's gone. Now their credit score looks great. They don't have any bad debt. They paid off their college loan. And they got an extra $700 a month. And of course, now that I have an extra $700 a month, I can afford something that's $1,000 a month. Let me go out and get something worth $1,000. I'll go, let me go get a fucking car that I can't afford, $800 payment, insurance up to $1,000, that I can't afford, and then guess what happens? It's the same cycle. They go out, they get a mortgage that they can't afford with the extra cash. An extra $700, well, now you're in a different mortgage bracket. Before, you could afford a $1,000 mortgage. Now you can afford a $2,000 mortgage. And that doesn't make any sense, right? You're like, what do you, what do you mean? It's so 1700 maybe. No, it doesn't work like that. You got 700 you can afford 1000 You got 700 you can afford 1200 It's fucked up math like that. If you, if you have an extra 700 they should look at you and say, yeah, you can't afford shit. Maybe it may be 50 bucks a month. Maybe. Why don't you keep that money? Why don't you put it away? Why don't you invest it? Why don't you build a business out of it? Why don't you better your family? No, you stupid asses will take the money and you will over leverage it and you will over debt yourself again. And then in 10 years from now, we're going to be in the same goddamn spot where you guys are begging for more. You're begging. You're begging. They're talking about giving you 10 grand and you got congressmen coming out being like, 10 grand is just not enough. They need 50. And then you take every American... That paid off their student don't their student loans. Now you take every American that paid for college. Now you take every fucking American that worked their ass off. I'll use myself for an example. I paid for college out of my own pocket. I paid for the time that I went to UMass Lowell out of my own pocket. From the time that I went to Middlesex Community College, graduated from Middlesex Community College, back to fucking UMass Lowell, I paid for it myself. No student loans, none, zero. I worked my ass off. Worked my ass off to pay it off. How's that fair to me? Where's my $50,000? Where's my money? I have a mortgage. My mortgage isn't that much because, you know, we work hard here in the Paziali household. My wife's a fucking, she's a fucking maniac when it comes to work and she makes money. I make money. We pay debts down. We don't owe that much. If we got $50,000, I'd be in the plus. I'd be up. But I get penalized. I'm penalized for my hard work. Oh, you work hard? No 50 grand for you. Oh, you don't want to work? 50 grand for you. Oh, you don't want to work? $400 a week for you. Oh, you want to work? We want your money. We want your tax dollars. Let's get it. This guy works. Fuck him. He works. We want his money. Let's get him. And people don't get mad. There are people, mutants out there. They say they're okay with it. I don't mind if my money goes to paying off. You don't mind if your money, you don't mind working. So let me get this straight. You don't mind being a fucking slave? Plain and simple. That's that's it. That's all I hear. Wait a second. So you're cool going to work while people can turn work down, stay home, get 400, get their college debt wiped, 50 grand. You don't get 50 grand. You don't get $400 a week. And you got to grind your ass and you're okay with this? What? 
Here they come, dude. I tell you, the, 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 the liberals. I can't. I can't. I work too hard in my life. I take action. While you people, while people sit home and they think about doing shit, I fucking do shit. I take action. I don't want to be penalized. I do not want to be penalized for trying to be successful. It's first, first straight up, it is unfair to other Americans to wipe out 35 million, 35 million people to get 50 grand wiped out in debt and not wipe out other people's. I, I bro, you give me $50,000. Hey, I'll say it right now. You give me 50 grand by the end of this year, I will have, I, I will have started a different business and I will have 10 employees. I will, out of $50,000, I will turn that shit into a million dollar revenue fucking company with at least 10 employees. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. I did it with $8,000. I could surely do it with fucking 50. But now you throw the money away. You take it. Wow, we just can't fucking pay out the... And, and then the people, they, they, they think that it's okay. They're like, oh, well, this is going to really give them a leg up. This isn't going to give them a leg up. This is going to set them back. This is going to let them, just like my son, getting school off today, whining and bitching and moaning. All he learned today was that if he whines and he bitches and he moans, he's going to get off the hook. Someone's going to let him off the hook. Just like a crackhead looking for drugs, someone wants their dick sucked. It'll get sucked. Money will be exchanged for crack. Done. Simple. It is a mindset problem in this country. Mindset. Woe is me is the damn mindset here. They made me take the college loan. No one made you take shit. You are the only person that controls your life and the decisions that you make. You took the money. You owe the money. You pay it back. Or you deal with the consequence of not paying it back. Both are fine with me. Both are fine. Things happen. Life happens. Life sucks. You're not always going to be able to pay your debts. Fine. But you don't get away scot-free. You got to deal with the seven-year consequence that comes with it. You got to deal with going back down to the bottom and working your way ass up. Working your way back up to the top. Licking your wounds. Understanding that you made mistakes. Learning that you had to get kicked in the teeth. And you had to take it so that you could better yourself. I'm not saying people that can't pay their debts are bums. What I'm saying is that you can't get away scot-free. If you cannot afford it, you have to default. You default on it and you deal with that consequence or you deal with the struggle to pay the fucking thing off. And it does nothing. I'm telling you, it does absolutely nothing to help the people that have to... The people that owe the money will not be helped. They will not. It'll be a temporary band-aid before they take on more debt. It will be a temporary band-aid before they get more debt in guise of a mortgage that they can't afford, a car payment that they can't afford, something that they cannot afford. They will leverage the new money that they have to get something, more debt that they can't afford. Guarantee, 150 people don't change. Addicts stay addicts. You don't. You can't get crack anymore. Well, now you fucking smoke. You, you know you you can't get crack. Well, 
You, you do heroin. You can't get heroin, you'll drink alcohol. People don't fucking change. They don't. When they have more, when they think they got money, you, they, every, they, every one of these people that needs the fucking forgiveness were shitheads that should have never got the goddamn loan in the first place. Plain and simple. You want to go to college? You want to get an education? Figure it out the proper way. Understand the consequences that come with lo- with borrowing that kind of money. That the, You know what they should do? This would be a great idea. This I would be acceptable. This would be acceptable to me. Get rid of the interest. I'd be okay with that. That would be a fair, happy medium for me. Take all those people that owe money, lower the interest rate, cut the interest rate. Bring it down to 2%. They'd still have to pay back the money they owed. Do you get the point there? I'd be okay with them getting a break. I'd say, you know what? Cool. We're going to give them a break. We're going to drop that interest rate down to 2 But you still got to pay. We're going to drop it down to 1 But you still got to pay. Shit. The real unfortunate souls. The Ursula type people. You know. No interest. We'll, we'll let you go. No interest. You still got to pay the money back. You still got to pay it. And if you can't pay it, default city. You go into default. You have bad credit. Just like every other American that couldn't pay off a debt. You go into default. You get bad credit. You get looked at like a scumbag, like a pariah. It shows up when you go to get a job. They're like, oh, we don't know if we can. We have bad debt. You can't get a place to rent. You can't get a mortgage. Life is tough when you can't pay your debts. Life is difficult. And it should be. So you learn from your mistakes so that next time you're better. So the next time you understand the decisions that you are getting into. So that next time you won't make a stupid decision on money that you cannot afford. You will not over leverage your ass. $50,000. And everybody thinks it's the great. I can't handle the people that say it's a good thing. I can't. I'm for helping people. Hey, listen. I'm fucking definitely for helping people, but I'm for other people helping people. I'm not for you skating off of responsibilities. You can't afford it? You better call mom and dad. Say, mom, dad, I can't afford this. I need your help. Or maybe get a job. Figure it out. I, I, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. All I'm telling, all I'm saying, to me, it's offensive. To someone that paid off his own college, I paid it myself. I worked to pay it. I'm not getting 50 G's. I want $50,000. I want 50 grand. If you're getting 50 grand, I want fucking 50 grand. I got, I got a car payment. I want that wiped. I got a, I already told you guys, they gave me 50 grand. They were going to put towards my mortgage. I'd be up. I don't own the house. We don't own the house outright. And I'd still have $20,000. Why you, why you morons are sitting back on your goddamn $30,000 fucking loans. My shit, seven years is almost paid off, baby. Booyah. I'm going to be living on the beach, retired, while you stupid fucks are still paying your mortgages that you can't afford. And I get all pissed off about it because I, listen, I, 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 I got to calm down. I got to calm down. I got, I don't know why I get so mad. I, I got, I have to calm down. I'm just trying to uh, explain to you people, to America. I'm trying to explain to America. Listen to me. Just listen. Do you know what? It's a, it's a, it just made me think of Rocky. Remember that song? There's no easy way out. Uh, uh, there's no shortcut home. Uh, uh, there's no easy, no 
There isn't. The nine out of ten, no, no, ten out of ten times, the right way is the most difficult way. Simple. I've been in debt problem. I am currently with my business in problem. I have debt with the company that makes my situation really difficult. I'm not looking to get bailed out. I'm not looking for the government to come in and give me $50,000. I negotiate with the bank. I pick up the phone. They want the fucking money back. They want it back. They will work with you. You're not a scumbag for renegotiating. If you're going to pay, you're not a scumbag for picking up the phone and working something out with these people because they will work something out with you. I'm going to pay back all the money I owe. All of it. Every last dime. But right now, I'm no word of a lie. Coronavirus is, is devastating my company. The amount of revenue I did last last year, I, uh, I did less than half. I, I take junk in 2000, uh, 2019, million dollars in revenue. Bro, this year I'm not even going to hit $300,000 in revenue. And trust me, bro, revenue doesn't mean shit. Revenue's nothing because the profit there is garbage. But there's a big difference between profit and revenue. I don't give a shit if you got fucking, you, you could have 10 million in revenue. But you might not make any money. You can make a hundred grand in revenue and make fifty grand. So please, revenue doesn't mean shit. Profit is what matters. But I can tell you this: one hell of a difficult year for Take Chunk. One hell of a difficult year. But I worked out situations with the people that we owe money to. I reached out to them. I had a conversation with them. I said, "I am. I am." responsible for these debts. I plan, to play, I, plan, I, I plan to pay them. I do make payments on them. Every single one of them gets a payment. Every single one of them. The banks are understanding. They want their money back. Trust me, they will work with you. But you got to pick up the phone and you have to take action. And you have to really want to pay it back. You have to understand. You, you explain to them. Write letters. Write everything. Go to bat for yourself. And down the road, you will always get looked at as a good person. You'll always have good credit. You will always be someone that people want to do business with that will look at you and say, damn, in the toughest times, this guy came through. In the toughest times, he paid his debts. In the toughest times, he did whatever it took to make sure things got done. Forgiveness for student loans will set up a generation the next generation of leaders in this country that think the way to move forward is to help out people, right? Like, I'm not, hear me out. I'm not saying that you shouldn't help people. They're saying that this, that, that it's, let me try to explain it on a, on a global level. Do you think Russia or China a hundred years from now when they come here to try to take this country over? Are gonna, are you, you think there's going to be a war? They're just going to walk right in because you're going to have a society of people that are dependent on the government to take care of them. But let me make that a little less. Let me let me bring that home. You're going to have a an entire generation of people that think dad is always going to be there to take care of you. You think dad is going to be there to bail your ass out. He's not going to be. You're teaching this generation of people that there will always be someone there to lift them up 
And what happens is they will take more risks because there is no consequence. They will take bad risks because there are no consequences. They will make bad decisions because there are no consequences. They will always believe that they are going to get bailed out. They will always believe that dad is going to be there to take care of them. And then when dad is not there, then what? Think about that. Then what? Then what do you do? Who takes care of them then? Who's going to make sure that their bills get paid? Dad's gone. What happens when dad goes away? And by that, you can look at it at any level. Dad dies, the government, it goes away. Then what? Then what do you do? That's a, that's a serious question right there. Plain and simple. I give you $50,000. I wipe out your debt. You go. You go out and you buy more things that you can't afford. You get into new debt. Probably more debt. You take on more debt. Ten years from now, you still can't afford to pay for that debt. And now it's not going to get wiped. So ten years later, you're in the same spot. But you'll be banking on the fact that ten years from now, they're going to forgive you for that debt. And if we continue to go on this trajectory, they probably will. But the problem with that is the student loans are $1 trillion. Where's the $1 trillion coming from? And then ten years from now, it's going to be $2 trillion. Where's it coming from? Who's paying for this? Who? You paying for it? No, you're not paying for it because you turned down work so that you could stay home and collect $400 a week. No, they made stimulus checks an every year thing. Now you get Watch, because it'll happen. You're going to get a stimulus check every year for two grand. So now you got your stim check. Now you get $1,200 a month for turning down work. You're going to collect your Social Security. You're going to get debt forgiveness. So you're going to continue to take out debt because the government's just going to forgive it. And who's going to pay it? Me. I'm going to pay it. I, be, I pay taxes. I haven't got a fucking tax return in seven years. I pay every I pay every year. And I'm not talking about the, oh, I pay taxes. I pay taxes. No, you don't pay taxes. You get all your goddamn money back. You don't pay taxes. I don't want to hear it. I actually pay. When I file my taxes, it's a, it's a fucking bill. I don't get money back. It's, and I pay taxes. I, it, money comes out of my wage. And then they say I still owe more. There's nothing coming back to me. And I'm okay with my tax loot going to the government. I am. Roads, highways, I guess that's the same thing. Transportation, running the government, military. I get it. I'm cool with that. That's what you got to do. You want to live in the United States of America? You got to pay your fair share for the things that America needs to do. I get it. I'm cool with it. What I'm not cool with is that you guys are going to get $50,000... And I'm not. What I'm not cool with is over the past four years, I've paid well over $50,000 in taxes. How about, how about I get my money back? How about they fucking don't, how about I don't have to pay my property tax for the next fucking 10 years? My, my property tax is about $5,000. We'll scrub it. I don't have to pay for the next 10 years. No, no, nothing. How about I don't have to pay my taxes for the next few years? It'll be good for two years. I don't have to pay 50 grand in taxes. Give me that. Do I get that? No, I gotta pay my 50 so that your fucking ass can go to school for free. While I paid for mine. This dude here is asking me what about Trump. I don't give a fuck about Trump. I don't. I, I, yes, I supported him. I, I am not talking about other people. I am talking about Anthony Paziali. Me solely. Me, I am 100% affected by America's inabilities and the parents in this country's inability to raise kids so that the government is forced to take care of them. 
150,000 fucking percent, I am directly affected by it. And I get no benefit from it. I get no leg up for my hard work. I get nothing. And sitting there are millions of other Americans that are just like me. Millions. Fucking millions of us that go to work every day, that pay taxes, that don't get any money back. And at the end of the year, we pay more. And you continue to take our loot and give it out to kids that make shit decisions. I'm at, that's it. The podcast's over, man. That's it. I'm done for the night. I'm aggravated about it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. If we continue to let generation, the next generation of kids off the hook, we continue to let them do things without consequences, we are going to be in a world of trouble. And it's, and it's, and it's manageable right now because I'm, I'm 42 years old. I can handle it. I can still work. I can still get out there and grind. But when I'm an old ass bastard, I'm done. I'm toast. I, I have no, no, I, I have, there is not a doubt in my mind. The second I, I become too old to work, bro, I, I'm doing one, one hell of a year of partying and I'm, and that's it. I'm out. I don't want to be alive for what's coming for this generation. I want, um, see you later. Bye. I'm out. I'm a, I'm a bouncer. Shoot me to, shoot me to the fucking moon. Get me out of here. $50,000. Give me 50 grand. I'll show you where to put it. That's the sad thing. It's a sad thing. You give me 600 bucks. You give me $600, I'll turn that into a business and I'll try to make it successful. You got companies like Amazon, dude, they're begging. They're giving you businesses. Amazon for $10,000, you can start a delivery service with Amazon. Built-in business. You'll never not have work. Ever. (laughs) I got to work? <laughs> they can't just give me money. Ah, I'm out. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out Ameri- America's podcast. Thank you. I-, I appreciate it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Radio.com, wherever. You can, I, that's how aggravated I am. You can you can this this podcast is brought to you by taxpayer money. That's what I say. My but. Spazzing Out America's podcast is brought to you by 50000 free dollars from the United States government to, to bail, bail my podcast out. All right. God bless. God bless America. Thank you to everybody that donated uh, to the Jerry Barry Fund. Um, we've raised $50,000 in just two days. The fund is going to pay for Jerry's funeral, and the rest of the money is going to go into a college fund for his daughter. So at least there's one person you guys won't have to fucking bail out. All right. God bless. God bless America.